We're in the gospel according to John chapter 15. Thank you, Father. To all of our friends listening and watching this broadcast, we thank God for you. Amen. We're having a wonderful time here at the Emmanuel Church. Amen. And we have some more wonderful things planned for this day. Amen. The 15th chapter of the Gospel of John. We have been talking about the past eight weeks connected. Say, I am, I am connected. connected. We know that we have an opportunity today to be an influencer for God. And certainly one way we can influence others for God is by how we conduct ourselves on a daily basis. I hope everyone listening had an opportunity to forgive someone this week, to help someone this week, to uplift someone this week. And we want to make sure there's no misunderstanding at all in the body of Christ. So whoever's on your row, point at them and tell them, everybody on your row, tell them, I am connected. Take your time. Everybody on your row, tell them, I am connected. When God has opened up your spiritual eyes and spiritual ears, you begin to recognize him as the creator of all things. Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. And God is the caretaker of all things. And to everyone under the sound of my voice today, please look at Pastor. If you own your phone, you, you're in the wrong position. If you are alive today, it is not by chance it is by divine design. I wouldn't come to church just to be coming. If I came to church, I'm coming to hear from God. I'm not coming to gossip. I'm not coming to see what somebody has on. And you know how we are. I'm just going to see what they're doing. That's the wrong reason. Get your hand out and say, I'm grown from that. Maturing Christians, God has called you to a higher standard of living. You cannot allow your old nature to take over once God has called you to a higher standard of living. When you are connected, expect supernatural things to take place. Today is a supernatural event. Do you know for how many years the devils tried to close this church? And he failed over and over and over and over again. God is good. We remain because we are connected. I hope you've already wrote this down. God is my caretaker. That's why we're able to stand. God is my caretaker. He takes care of my body my soul, my mind, my spirit. What a blessing it is to be able to declare on this preordained day that we are connected for 100 years. We've been studying the last few weeks how God has called our church to a higher standard of living, and we know by saying this, the enemy is going to attack. So if the devil has been attacking you, can I see any hands? Look at your neighbor and say, that means you're on the right track. 
If he's attacking you, that means you're on the right track. Because the devil's not going to bother you if he's already got you. Somebody say amen in the house. Jesus wanted to make sure after he prepared his disciples for three and a half years, he wanted to make sure that they were getting ready for a higher standard of living. Today, God wants to make sure that our connection is so strong. Put your paper down, put your pen down. Connection with heaven. Come on, interactive service. Our connection with heaven. Some of y'all, come on, get your hands up. If you're not going to do it in the church, you're not going to do it outside. My connection with heaven is strong. And don't allow the devil to try to break that connection. Because what the devil wants to do, he wants your connection down here to be stronger than your connection here. But look at somebody and say, it's not going to happen. The Lord wants to make sure we're connected to the kingdom of God like never before. In studying this lesson, we've already talked about how Jesus said in chapter 14, and you can write this down, in verse 27, we've already talked about Jesus said, my peace I give unto you. Now here in chapter 15, we're going to be looking at verse 11 where Jesus talks about sharing his joy. Can't you appreciate how wonderful our Savior is that he wants to share with us his joy? Everyone declare out loud, first of all, say, I have God's peace. peace. Now by declaring that, heaven is listening to you. I have God's peace. Say, I have God's peace. We know that peace means, the definition is, Freedom from troubling thoughts and troubling emotions. Don't allow the devil to keep you up all night walking the floor because I have God's peace. Say amen. Amen. Chapter 15. Pastors reading from the Amplified Bible. Look at verse 11. Jesus said, I have told you these things that my joy and delight may be in you, and that your joy and your gladness may be of full measure and complete and overflowing. Jesus says here in verse 11, I've told you these things, look carefully, I've talked to you about life. I've talked to you about the vine and the branches. I've talked to you about the prince of this world. I've talked to you about demonic forces. I've talked to you about how to treat one another. Jesus said, I didn't tell you all this to scare you. I didn't tell you this to make you mad. I didn't tell you this to make you sad. But Jesus said, I've told you these things that you might grow that you might produce, that you may become stronger than you were before. How many of you are stronger than you were six months ago? Come on, wave your hand in the house. Say, I am stronger. 
Now, I'm, I'm very serious about this, and I know we say it, but do you really mean it? I thank God I can say this. I'm wiser than I was because I'm not trying to drive. I've allowed the Holy Spirit to take over. Somebody say amen. We are stronger because we have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. And where is the Holy Spirit? Somebody say, in me. In me. So be mindful how you act if you have the Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament, we've read over and over and over, it says that the joy of the Lord is my what? The joy of the Lord is my strength. To be joyful is not weakness. To be joyful really does show strength because it shows that despite what's going on, and trust me, all of us have something going on. Despite what's going on, can you still say, I still have joy? Why do I have joy with all the crazy stuff going on? Because I've already made up my mind. Father, I trust you. Father, I depend on you. Father, I trust you. Joy is important. Peace is important. Joy is really peace bubbling up on the inside. I can't tell you how wonderful it was to stand before God's people and when people were coming down out of the various aisles, I could feel the joy. I could feel the excitement. I could feel the peace that God has already implanted in you. I made up my mind as of this day. I've personally made a commitment. I'm going to be more joyful than I've ever been. When you see pastor, people stop me sometimes and say, Pastor, you were really laughing the other day because I'm happy on the inside. The joy that I have, everybody can't say this, but if you can, join in with me. Say, the joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, and the world, no, I can't hear you, and the world can't do what? Because the joy I have, it didn't come from the world. It came. Joy despite what's going on in my life. Joy despite trials and tribulations. Joy despite what pains you may have in your body. The joy that I have has come from the Lord. Can you say amen? Our E family has been known to be a great body of Christ. Yes, we are blessed. Yes, we are favored. Yes, we are anointed. But the Lord God Almighty told me to declare on this blessed day that our church family from now on will be known as a joyful church. A joyful people. Come on, clap your hands. We can be joyful and we can celebrate because Emmanuel Church, we are connected. I said we are connected to the kingdom of God like never before. Somebody clap your hands and give God some praise. 
Haven't you been growing? Talk back to me. Haven't you been growing? Hasn't God been pruning some things? Hasn't God been opening up some things? We are connected. The devil can't block us. The world can't block us. Ourselves got to get out of the way because we are. The Bible says that Jesus was a very joyful person. Jesus used the analogy, and I talked about this a few weeks ago. He used the analogy about making grapes, about grapes on a vine, and we know that grapes are pressed and grapes are processed and they turn into wine. And the main reason wine was used 2,000 years ago was for celebrating. We have so many things we can celebrate today. I mean, you can make your own personal list out, but God has been keeping his church together. I love what my, the two deacons just finished saying, despite everything the enemy's tried to do, the church still stands. Twitter may close up, or maybe it's too soon, but the church still stands. I'm not really, really, I don't know if I can say this. Yes, I can. Concerned about who gets in the White House. Because I know who's in the right. Come on, clap your hands. When you know God, you don't have to fear what man's going to do. It's true that Jesus did suffer. But he believed in being joyful. He believed in celebrating. And we read in all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we don't read about Jesus being a sad, depressed person. So when you find the devil trying to make you sad and depressed, remind yourself, I have the mind of Christ. Remind yourself, I'm not going down that road. I know where that leads. I'm not going there anymore. God has rerouted me. Somebody say amen. No matter how things looked on the outside, the Bible says wherever Jesus went for three and a half years, he went everywhere joyfully. And Jesus could always do this because he had joy in his Father. What a great lesson this shows us here over and over and over. When things get challenging, when things get complicated, when things get tough, Look to God for your joy and don't look to people. Amen. Now, don't get mad at me. Somebody say, well, Pastor, I, I expect my husband to make me happy. That's not his place. I expect my wife to make me happy, to fill up my void. That's not her place. If you want real joy, you want real joy, the Bible even says, minister, unspeakable joy. Unspeakable joy is something you can't explain. That means when you hear a bad report, you just shake it off. When the doctor tells you something, you just shake it off. When people are clowning on your job, you just shake it off because you got joy on the inside of you because your track record with God shows that he's dwelling Look closely at verse 11. Look at what Jesus said. Remember, Jesus is God. 
Jesus says, I have told you these things, underline this, that my joy, not the world's joy, look at it. He said, my joy and delight may be where in you. God expects us to show joy. God expects us to show that we have his joy in us. Now, thank you. Everybody look at Pastor. Interactive service time. Get your finger out. Ooh, this is going to be good, good, good. Mm-mm, good. Ask everybody on your row what's inside of you. Don't say you're full of aches and pains. Be careful what you say. Jesus wants me to be full of joy and delight. And in order for you us to be full of joy, there are some things, there are some people that God is trying to prune out of your life. God has already disconnected them out of your life, yet you keep going back trying to reestablish a connection that God does not want you to have. Wow. Look at somebody say, I'm not going backwards. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, ate the cookies. I'm not. Help your happy self, but I'm not going backwards. Look at your Bible. He says here that your joy and your gladness, look at what God is saying. Your joy and gladness may be of full measure. Not a quarter of the way, not half the way. God wants you to be full of joy. I'm telling you, man, when people come at me sometimes and say, Pastor, this is happening. Pastor, this is happening. Watch me. Pastor, this is happening. And come at me with 15 or 20 different things. And people look at me like, why aren't you upset? Why aren't you angry? Dude, I ain't got time for all that. I know where I'm living. I know who my father is. When you really know who your father is, man, you better, for real, for real, stop sweating the small stuff. Somebody say, I know who my father is. He says he wants me to be full of joy, not full of hate, not full of anger, not full of disappointment. When you talk about, oh, I failed at this, I failed at that, God doesn't want you to be full of talking about your past mistakes. That's buried. Why you keep digging up something that's been buried? Somebody, I'm trying to help you. God has released you from your past. Stop going back out trying to. I want to be full of his joy. So Jesus wants me full of joy and gladness despite everything going around about us. He wants us to be full, and that takes Christian maturity. That takes real growth. And I say this very often, I want this to be on record. A baby only cries. Sister Kim, can your baby talk? What'd she say? Miracle say yes. If Jeremiah started talking, I'm running. How old is Jeremiah? Two months old. 
two months old, baby can't talk. A baby has to cry because that's the only way it knows how to communicate. You shouldn't be a 40-year-old a baby. A baby doesn't come out of the womb walking. A baby comes out of the womb crawling first. Amen. Moving around, crawling, and eventually the baby starts to walk. You shouldn't be a 50-year-old baby just now learning. God wants us to grow. And if you're in church right now, since 2020, everybody here right now, you're here because God preordained you to be here. I don't know about you, but even this past year, in 2022, the devil's been attacking and attacking, but God's been blessing and blessing and blessing. And the blessings of God always outweighs any attack from the enemy. Put your hands together and give God praise. We have to make a daily choice to choose joy. Write this down. I choose joy. Every day you get up, just like you brush your teeth, at least I hope you do, just like you wash your face, talk to yourself. Remind yourself of who you are. Remind yourself who is your caretaker. Remind yourself, I don't care what's going on, there is no weapon. Natural or supernatural. Ooh. It won't prosper because I am connected to the kingdom. Jesus said we ought to show proof that we're bearing fruit. Jesus showed his proof that he was bearing fruit because he was obedient to his father. Everyone who calls himself a believer should take joy in obeying God. It shouldn't be a chore. Amen. Well, I guess I'll go to church today. You should have stayed home. We are not doing God a favor. The truth is, God has done us a favor. When you opened your eyes this morning, the first thing you should have said was, Lord, I thank you for allowing me to see another day. Hallelujah. Jesus said over and over, he said, abide in me. Let my words abide in you. Stay connected to me because you've come too far to turn around now. And despite what may be going on in all of our lives, remind yourself there's always joy in the Father. Jesus said, if you abide in me, if you have fellowship with me, then I'll make myself real and tangible to you. Jesus says, this very joy, look at your Bible, verse 11 says, this very joy that is mine will be yours. He says, I want joy and gladness for you. Every day, not just every once in a while, not on the roller coaster, he wants joy and gladness every day. And look at what he says, he says, and he wants it to be complete. The word complete means you don't have to add anything to it. Just dwell in it. Just abide in it. 
Just learn how to thank God for it. The days you feel okay, thank God for it. The days you have a few aches and pains, thank God for it. When you abide in God, you learn how to appreciate it all. Now, everybody knows me. I don't particularly like being outside when it's cold. But stand up, Brother Fred. Stand up, Brother John. Stand up, Deacon Slaughter. But when it was cold two years ago, in 2020, pastor was right outside with you on the streets every Saturday in the cold because I come to realize stop complaining that I'm cold. Stop complaining that I'm hot and learn how to just have joy that God has allowed us to see another day. I'm very serious. Who's ever next to you? Tell them, stop complaining. Jesus, who is God, said, I want joy and gladness. I love, look at the end of this verse. He says, I want it to overflow in your life. And the devil telling you, you don't deserve that. Yes, you do. You deserve to have joy and gladness and delight to overflow in your life. You deserve to have some good days. Don't wait just for your vacation days. Don't wait just for your retirement days. Lord, I want some good days now. Lord, I'm thankful for length of days right now. Stop allowing the devil to tell you what you don't deserve. Jesus said he wants us to be full of joy and he wants blessings to overflow in all of our lives. I ask everyone to stand. Emmanuel Church, as we stand here on the 100th year celebration, I declare in the majestic name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, lift your hands. Father, everyone that receives this, everyone under the sound of my voice, wherever you are, in Jesus' name, it is time for overflow. Somebody holler out loud, Lord, I receive it. Listen to pastor, I want to produce peace. We're going to produce love. We're going to produce the joy that the Lord talks about. And that joy, Lord, that you've given us, we thank you that is so beneficial to us every day. There's so much sadness and distractions out in the world, but we are grateful on this day for your joy that runs from heaven to earth. Thank you, Father, that we are connected to the vine. Thank you, Father, we are connected to your eternal kingdom. Thank you, Father, that new avenues and new direction is taking place right now. And I thank you, Father, that every person will begin to see your hand in their lives. Close your eyes. Don't look at me. Father, I thank you that you are putting the puzzle pieces together. You are opening up our spiritual minds to see things we've never seen before. Thank you, Father. 
all of this knowledge is not for nothing. It's because you want us to go out and influence others for you. And we stand here on this day, Father God, giving you honor, praise, and glory because we love you today. Thank you, Father, that you first loved us and we are connected. Clap your hands. I know you received the word. God bless you, Emmanuel Church family. And I'm encouraging everyone to continue to read this 15th chapter of the Gospel of John. And we're going to be getting into something the next couple of weeks about love, about what Jesus had to say about loving one another. And we can rejoice because the Holy Spirit dwells within us. Look what we have done through the power and the grace of Almighty God. Get your arms out. Somebody say, it's time. Come on, Dick and Kelly. It's time for me to soar. To soar. That's what our church doing. We're soaring. Hey, thank you, Lord, that it is well. Clap your hands. God bless you. Love you. To all of my friends watching the broadcast, be sure to tune in next week. Appreciate you. Thank you for your support for this 100-year celebration. We're grateful to KPRT for being on the airwaves for six decades. We're grateful to Almighty God. See you next week. Help me say it, Emmanuel. Peace.